Okay, it's the Chicago Bears. Dan Hampton, an Arkansas Razorback, who played as a Chicago Bears defensive tackle from 79 to 90, elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 02. Ed Obradovich. The U of I, L.I. and I drafted to the Bears in 1962, part of the NFL championship team of 1963. Glenn Kozlowski. BYU Cougar, who played six years on the Bears, specializing in special teams and wide receiver. Mark Carmen. You, Mark Carmen. Yeah. You're just a sexy young guy that doesn't know a, a damn thing. Welcome to the Hamp and OB Show with Cause, Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage, 720 WGN. Well, we are in overtime, team. 28 apiece. Hamp OB with Cause, Presented by Chicagoland. And your Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Well, Sounds like you're a little cold going there, Marky. I, I, I am playing a little bit hurt today, Kazi. I was been screaming at the Bears defense all afternoon. Who apparently? If uh, you're Ryan Tannehill, you wouldn't even showed up. <laughs> <laughs> he had an hour. And guess what? Now we have to deal with Osweiler. And uh, hey, folks, we're we're we are uh, on the edge of our chairs. <clears throat> you know, all year long we've waited for this moment, Ob, where we could come on. At three o'clock after the game, and tell you what we think, and we can't do it now. We can't because we don't know what we think yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Least, least one thing this team has done: win, lose, or draw. They hung in there. Okay, they didn't give up. They didn't turn tail. They played hard. They gave it everything they had so far. Even though, folks, and we'll get into this a little bit. Miami Dolphins have five. Five, five starters that did not play today. One of them, which is their number one quarterback, their top offensive lineman, and Dan, what? Their best pass rusher. Cameron Wake. Five yeah. starters out of that game. That's tough enough to win when you got everybody healthy. Five, and we're in a dogfight with this no team. No kidding. You got to tip your cap to the Dolphins. They're, they're scratching and clawing, but hopefully we can find a way to pull it out here. Brock Osweiler filling in for Ryan Tannehill is 25 of 39 for 324 yards. He's got three touchdowns, a couple of interceptions. Kyle Fuller has set the Bears up today nicely. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky's 21 of 30 for 311 yards, three touchdowns, but a huge uh, interception. And that, uh, that allowed them to get back in the game right. and tie the game up. So it really was, uh, you know. And, We've talked and both about defenses it, Ed, have set the table right, yeah. for for both offenses. But here, here's the one thing, you know, you know, today the big question to me was two things. Number one, are we going to be overinflated, thinking, oh, we've had two weeks of everybody telling us how great we are. Will we go down there and lay an egg? Well, we almost did. And Trubisky, we uh, we saw the old bad Trubisky early in the game, but somehow in the second half he shook it off. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, I, I I don't know what's what's going on. The to go down there, everybody, folks, every football pundit on television, radio, everywhere, like you pick your winners, who's going to win, who's going to do this. The lock by everybody was the Bears. They were a lock going down there and playing a team with five starters out and a team that you should take care of, according to the press, according to everybody. One, they're three and one. Well, so far it hasn't happened. And it, it really, Ed, you know, we, we talked about it uh, two weeks ago, actually three weeks now. It seems like it was a lifetime ago. His accuracy, as good as it was in that last game, 
there were times today where it hurt him. I mean, that interception just was a bad play. What well, was a bad decision mean, to throw back bad, across the field yeah. with the safety he, floating he by? Got, he got away with a couple today, too, that should have been picked that weren't picked also. Right. But and, you know what, guys? We're going to have – this is going to be game after game with him. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the big problem is going to be – and uh, as, as much as I know about this game and whatever, I can tell you it's going to be from game to game. Is he going to be on or is he going to be off? And you're not going to win a Super Bowl with a guy like that at quarterback. Well, that it, just happens to be a fact. You're right, Ob. And you know what? Last week, we you know, going into that week, we had a bunch of callers call and admonish us, saying, "Oh, well, see, Trubisky showed you he can do it." Well, we yeah. all applauded and said, "Yeah." He didn't look like Rex Grossman, but today, for three fourths of the game, he has. And you know, you you cannot. Hold your team hostage by a quarterback making not only bad decisions, but making bad throws. Now we're going to have to find out if our the world's greatest defense, who's given up 400-something yards and 28 points, can find a way to get them stopped. And that's the thing. With, that, with our offense, with, with everybody saying as good as Trubisky, Trubisky is, and as good as our receivers are, and as great as our defensive is, this should have been a lock. We should have pounded Miami right into the sand and shoved them out into the water. And guess what? We didn't do it. We're fighting for our lives. It's uh, 28-28. They're, the Bears and the Dolphins are in overtime. Miami's getting the football here first. They're, they have a third and 11. we got about eight and a half minutes left in the overtime. And, keep and the uh, Bears automatically get a great call on the first play of overtime on a holding call. And So, I mean, look, it Bears have been... Lucky at times, but give them credit, they capitalize on it. So we'll, we'll see yeah, what happens. They've, sta- they've stayed in the game. Right. That's a good thing. Years have passed, last year, whatever. If it was a game like this, it'd be over with. We have an automatic lose. Now we're still fighting for our lives. And if they pull it out, we're four and one, guys. And right, and last year they would they would have lost the Arizona game. Last year they would have lost the Seattle game. They, they've been winning those games this year. We'll see if they do it again today. Well, and again, the I think the underbelly of this whole game has been again so much of the of the last month we've heard how great Khalil Mack, the defense, the pass rush. We've virtually been a non-factor today, and I, I don't think uh, we've even got one quarterback sack. Yeah, we he, haven't really hit him much, but at the end of the day, a win's a win. If we can find a way just to, to pull it out, then we can uh, make Dolphins. Dolphins get a get big break on a tip doing. ball that they catch for a first down, but Matt got hurt, and you saw what they're like without him at 100%. Yeah, he's got a heavy... Call it what you want, but he got hurt today, and he's... he's Look it. This defense looks very average when he's not 100%. He, he's got a heavily taped right ankle. He's been in and out of the game. It's obviously, that's had a huge effect. And uh, here, here's a stat for you guys. The Dolphins have 252 yards after the catch. That was this, That's going to be adding on in overtime. That's the second most by any team in all football this year. I mean, they've been running wild. The Bears look they completely have. completely tired. And, 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 you know, we talked about this... Way back in the early games against Green Bay and and Arizona, that we didn't look to be in shape. And I'm telling you, this heat of the, the you know this the game conditions, it's had a huge effect. And as you just mentioned, almost 300 yards run after catch. Well, that's because everybody's tired, everybody's taking bad angles, and nobody is is making tackles. If it, if in fact, then what you're saying is correct, then that's a sin. You mean to tell me we're three and one after four games Dolphins and are two just weeks to get ready for this now. game, 
and we're sucking air and, and dragging around because we're not in shape. If that is a fact, that's a crime. That it is should a crime. never happen. Ed, you're right. It, it, but that's a crime. Glenn, You've been screaming about this, this time, all, all year. You've been talking about it. It's showing up today in week five, right? Or week six, or yeah, week right. six now. It's showing up now. They're not in shape, and they are giving it up right now in the in and overtime. And here they are. I'm watching it. Big they're on chunks, the six-yard line. Run after the catch. They're down to the six-yard line. If they score a touchdown, it's over. Game over. over. And you know what? That would be a, uh, just a darn shame because we were back in position to control this game, and unfortunately, Jordan Howard fumbles at the goal line. Instead of us having a dagger, they take it and go back ninety-nine yards, and now we're in a dogfight. You know what? That you know what? There's an answer for that, Dad. I don't know if everybody's going to like it. It's called football. That's football. Things yeah. are like that are going to happen. You think the other guys on the, 11, on the right. 11 defenders, even if you're on a two-yard line going in, okay, we'll play dead, we'll let them score. No, they're looking to get a fumble. They're looking to get an interception. And that's what happened. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. And when you're fatigued, this is what happens. It's not pretty. So uh, Dolphins they, hey, Glenn, on the six-yard line, first and ten. Let me tell you, if they lose this ball game, and I'm t- I listen to every, again, Every pundit from in New York with all their football geniuses, former coaches, former great oh, players, yeah. et cetera, <laughs> the, not who, who do you think is going to win. The Bears were the lock of the week. The lock. So no, that ain't happening. 28 right 28, 647 to go in OT. It's first and goal. Let's, let's, let's remind you that on November 6th, you have the power to influence the course of politics by following the most comprehensive local political news that's on. No, you got to vote. It's not about following. It's about voting. All right. right? Like, Isn't that what it always is, guys? Great message. You by get Kansas. out and vote. That's, that's I mean, vote. Go out and vote, folks. I don't I care remember. how it falls, but vote. And you can Place also, your vote. That is 100% true, and you can follow all the local political news online at chicagotribune.com. And that's good, but you got to vote. Otherwise, you, you don't get to say a word if you don't vote. Shut your mouth because you didn't vote. Now I like I like this cause on this Sunday. Just coming firing on all sides. Well, it's true. Yeah, you're it's damn true. Right. I mean, Ed, you right. agree, right? Absolutely. I, I, look, it's, I have my it's beliefs. All about, you well, have your beliefs. This is our country. But vote. We vote. have borders, and everything's about a vote. You don't like something or a vote. guy or whatever. Vote. And if you don't, then shut your mouth and don't walk on the street screaming afterwards because you're wrong because you didn't vote. I want to hear a promo for that one. That is awesome. Hey, yeah, use Ditka. Get your mouth shut. Don't cast a vote. Second and goal at the one. Let's take a quick time. I will come back and uh, uh, hopefully the Bears will have kept him out of the end zone, but that is unlikely. This is uh, Hamp and be with Kaz on 720. Hey, they they yeah. have to score a they touchdown. They have a chance. Right, not a field goal, right? Yeah, right. Yes. Yep, they have to they score. They have to score a touchdown. Yeah, they do. And it's going to be third and goal. We'll come right back, 720 WGN. Back to the Hampton OB Show with Kaz, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Well, let's recap here. Mitchell Trubisky has thrown an interception that would have, at the 10-yard line, Bears would have closed out the game. Tariq Combe fumbled at midfield on the on a drive that the Bears could have won. Miami should have uh, gotten at least a field goal. The Bears stopped him at midfield. The Dolphins had it at the one-yard line, and they just fumbled. In overtime, they fumbled, and it was a massive blow. I think it was uh, Danny Trevathan hit Kenyon Drake so hard as he kind of, you know, reeled off to the side and lunged in the end zone. The ball come out clearly. Eddie Goldman, to his credit, wasn't laying on the ground. He was pursuing down the line. Right. It looked like he recovered it. This could change the fortunes of the entire year. It was great to see these guys make a stand. They did stand up, but the goofier part is, why isn't Frank Gore in the game? 
on third and one. No doubt. Explain that to me. I well, mean, Adam Gase is smarter than everybody oh, else. Oh, I mean, that. look at this. But it's well, it's, it's amazing Glenn, to I'll, me. I'll even These go, coaches in the NFL are dumb. Let me tell you something. The one thing that I've known that I've seen the great teams have with the great backs and the great offensive line, those are the teams that win the Super Bowl. What happens is the quarterback gets the ball, turns either weak or strong side, hands off to his best running back on a quick dive. Either to the strong or to the weak side, you'll see the best teams do it down on the goal line. What the hell did they try to do? An ROP, run pass option. RPO. There I mean, you go. I said it back. All right, back to the game. Hey, let, me, let me tell Run you something. Pass option. That's how dumb they are. What are you the, talking about? That was the game for Miami. Well, exactly. And I'm just talking about the hidden hand. OB, you say the Bears have gotten so many breaks this year. Well, that ball was recovered. It looked to me. Six inches in the field of play off the goal line. They gave it to us on the 20. Instead of us having to come out of the goal line, now they gave it to us on the 20. It was a touchback. Again, now it looks like Jordan Howard breaks one for about 15. They can't then. They can't do it. If they he, did. If he does I'm that, telling you, they did. That's nuts. No, no. Or, or they, called say, it, they called it a uh, recovery in the end zone. Or, is what they called it. Should I call it the invisible paw? Yeah, uh, well, it was, yeah, it was close. Uh, again, I another mean, great. Yeah. I you gotta be kidding me. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, fortune favors the brave, and you know what? That was in a heroic stop at the goal line. It was second and, and one, just, and then third and one, third and inches, and they force a fumble. Slash a dumb, stupid call by Miami. Oh, yeah. No question. All right, the Bears are out almost uh, across the uh, 50, uh, close to the 40 going Well, they're already out, yeah. Yeah, but uh, the Dolphins 45 is uh, the Dolphins defense now all of a sudden looks tired as Jordan Howard has had a a very uh, uh, ineffective day. There's a word. Boy, we're Uh, glad we didn't trade him now. Yeah, he's he's ripped off two 15-yard runs. I'm just telling you, though, when you look at this offense... And you've given up to, although with uh, our our uh, general manager, let's leave it as is. We don't want him having first round picks. He's not very good at it. So uh, it's interesting. Are they going to use Tariq Cohn here? Is, is his confidence uh, at all shaken after fumbling at, at one of the biggest moments of the game? Well, there's been seven thousand huge moments in this game, uh, but Tariq Cohn's been awesome today, and the Bears have figured out how to use him. Well, and, and most of that is because when he lines up in the backfield, then. Systematically, you have to basically account for him with a linebacker. That's a mismatch. He's 175 pounds on a 240-pound linebacker. The same thing that got us beat in Miami 30 years ago. We had Wilbur Marshall trying to cover Nat Moore. Impossible. Well, the thing is with this kid, you got to know how to use him. Because of his size, where should he always line up at? At either a wideout or in the slot and put him in motion every play. And if you want to hand off to him coming from the strong side to the weak side, you get the snap, give it to him, or you hit him in a flat, or you hit him over the middle. But he should be in motion every play. But one, one last thing. You know, that, that fumble at the closing moments of the, the fourth quarter, Kiko Alonso's played an amazing game. And I'm telling you, he's the best player they've got on defense. But he made a, a hell of a hit right on the ball that forced the fumble on on Tariq Cohen but Cohen is such a small guy it's just it's a crapshoot sooner or later that's what yeah, that's he's the downside fumble. of it right, right. he's small and he can't take those big kill shots coming up on 2 minutes left in the overtime it's a third and 4 Cody Parkey's about to have his uh, biggest kick in uh, his short bear history here did you see Cody Parkey's uh, 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 contract 
uh, details. I think he's uh, getting about four million a year. So if he wants to uh, stay in good favor, this with the, kid is getting four million a the, year. The kicker, Parky. Whatever. Wow. Yeah, it's it's an average of four years, hey, uh, almost sixteen million. Robbie Gold hasn't missed a kick since he left her. For the record, what I'd like to know is the pace paradox. <laughs> who who is his manager? That's the guy you want to find yeah, out. You got a guy. We, we should actually. <laughs> nobody ever heard of him. We get him at the Bears, and he's making four million. Four That's million amazing. Yeah. Who the hell is his agent? So, yeah. makes, well, they're kicking on third and four. It looks well. No, let's no, no. see. No, no, they no, ran no. him out, and then they ran him back off. So. Now let's just hope, you know, the first half. It Call looked, it that's it, just Nagy being you, <laughs> just being you. Yeah, the, he that little genius. He first, is a genius. The first yeah. half, Trubisky looked like he was wearing a Buffalo Bills helmet. Some of the throws, some of the decisions. Let's hope that he makes the right decisions here on third down. Parky's uh, obviously we can't have any any negative yardage play here. And Parky's playing on the sidelines, uh, which is a fair. That's a. Nice thing to do before you go out there and try to win the game. All right, this is a 47-yarder. All right, let's take a, a quick timeout. We'll come back. Hopefully the Bears will have won, and Cody Parkey will have made the kick. We got the news at 3.30. Tariq Cohen up the middle? You got to be kidding me. That's uh, that's OB uncut right there. That's just that's just in the moment, OB. You don't I normally get this. this is it's, a 52-yarder, isn't it? It's 35-42, uh, 52. Is it the 35-yard line? Yeah, yeah, they're at the okay. 35. Yep. Yeah, 52-yarder. All right, quick timeout, 720 WGN. This is the Hamp and OB Show with Kaz. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Hamp and OB with Kaz. Welcome to your Sunday afternoon. 28 apiece, Bears and the Dolphins. There is one play left in overtime. It is a 47-yard field goal as the Dolphins will try to Stop doing that. win the game. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what? on the air, but it's okay. Dave's <laughs> driving me nuts. What, what was little Dan doing? <laughs> he's not little Dan anymore. He is uh, big well, Dan. He's he about it right. Dan's son Daniel. He hasn't been. And little. he's sitting next to me, and he's pulling, unplugging, plugging, jacking the cab. Yeah. <laughs> well, both teams have done all they can to lose it. So this is it, and the, the, um, the Dolphins win. The uh, Jay Kitty me Jaded. Jesse Dim. Jason Sanders has just kicked a 47-yard field goal. The happiest guy in all of Miami is Cameron Drake, who fumbled at the goal line, the half-inch line. He's down on the ground, uh, basically just, I think, overwhelmed with emotion. Brock Osweiler just had the game of his life, and the Dolphins have beaten the Chicago Bears 31-28. to Brock Osweiler, uh, Osweiler, by the way, folks, just happens to be the backup quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. The backup quarterback. And he was a backup quarterback that came into Chicago, I believe, and beat us too, didn't he? When he was with yeah, the Glenn, Denver Broncos. So he did. He, Osweiler was one of five, folks. Again, I'll say it again. Five starters out for the Dolphins. And we had two weeks. We're flying high with the greatest defense in the history of football to get ready for this team. Miami Dolphins, five starters out, and we just lost the football game. Good coaching job, Nagy. Great job, Pace. Well, along those lines, if we're going at Nagy, uh, the the play calling. Who the hell would you go after? Well, that, fair enough. Who, and let, well, let's just point out that down the stretch, the Bears' uh, offense had about the creativity of a high school team that doesn't have a quarterback. I mean, I'll run, 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 yeah. run, run. Well, it's it goes to show you that when it's all said and done, 
as much as he was happy about uh, our young quarterback throwing those six touchdowns, he still knew in the back of his mind, right, Ed, he's saying, man, I got to protect this kid, which he tried to do, and it cost him the ball game. And you know what? That is exactly why we have had questions here on this program this entire season. Now, everybody's crazy happy, oh, they beat Tampa Bay. But let me paraphrase uh, a genius that said after the Tampa Bay game, nobody covered nobody. <laughs> I'm talking about the man to my left <laughs> right here. Nobody covered nobody. That's nobody what covered nobody. Say. So <laughs> Mark Harmon could throw six touchdowns <laughs> against Tampa Bay. But I, I, I felt like I could have. But up. I'm just saying, this is, this is the nut cut. This is where special players make special plays. You have to not only trust him to do it, but he's got to be able to go out there and and verify that trust. Right. And I'll tell you this. I told OB at the end of the first half, the Dolphins had the ball. It was obvious they were going to punt. There was about a minute and 30 seconds left. And yet we did. it was third and seven, and we didn't call timeout. And I told OB, yeah. you know why we didn't call timeout? Nagy doesn't want Trubisky to have to go out there at the end of the, the uh, first half and try to make something happen and move the offense in a two-minute drill because he knows in the back of his mind, in the heart of hearts, the kid ain't got it right now. Uh, let's hope he does. But right now, he is not only a work in progress. Today, he's a losing work in progress. You're dead on, Danny. You're dead on. He said he's going to protect this kid, and he won't know that I'm protecting him, but I'll know that I'm protecting him. You fool, Nagy. You're just a fool. Hey, Inspector Clouseau, if you are protecting him, you're telling us that you can't forget the last play. You remember what you've seen, and you're telling us you can't give this kid the the ball and the plays and say, go out there and make them because you're scared to death of the catastrophe. And we had a, you know, again, there was a number of plays where he could have basically blown us up, and the Dolphins, they didn't intercept the ball. He made some bad decisions, some bad throws, an interception. But let's be real. You know, Trubisky was undercut by the turnovers, by not only Jordan Howard at the goal line, but then Tariq Cohen down the middle of the field taking that hit late in the fourth quarter that gave them the ball to come back and tie it. Yeah, but Danny, that's that's what goes on in four quarters yeah, of that, football. Yeah, that's football. You're you know, right. Win, lose, or draw, things like that are going to happen. Now, how can you recover? How can you overcome How it? can you overcome? How, how can you, you recover? And t- change it into a positive. I'll tell you who does it. A team like New England. A team like the Packers. Teams that have been there basically year after year after year. Smart coaches. Great drafting. And here's, here's reality. Bears moved to 3-2 and two now. In the division, they are technically in third place. Even though they're a half a game ahead of Green Bay because the, the Packers are 2-2-1, two, two and one, Right. Pending their uh, and Green Bay's going to win tomorrow night. They got Frisco well, but if they down. win, then they're going to be ahead. So this loss is devastating on numerous fronts because you went from being in first, now you drop down to third, and that's that's yeah, that's tough to take. This is a loss that never should have happened. Right? It just never. And folks, believe what I'm telling you. Believe what we're telling you. This was a lock. There's no way in God's green earth. That we play against a team that doesn't have their best football players out on the football team, and we go down there flying high, and we can't come out with a win. 
Well, let's talk offensive guru for just a second here. All right, I, look, and and we were we were doing the show and watching the game, but you had Jordan Howard run for 15 yards to the Miami 44. Okay, you're at the 44 yard line. You're in overtime. You're about to win the football game. You're 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 10, 15 yards away. You're in control. Right. What do the Bears do? They go shotgun. They run Tariq Cohen up the middle. He picks up two yards. Well, that's yeah. He's not going to get you those yards. That's his trick plays. Right. That's, that's Mr. Nagy's, Smart Guy. Okay. That's Nagy's trick play. Pu. Ne- next play. Benny Cunningham gets the football. Runs off the right guard. Picks up four yards. Now you're at the Miami 39. So now you got third down. What are you going to do? Third and four. We're going to give it to Jordan Howard. He picks up nothing. Now you got to kick a 53 yard field goal with a guy who. Cody Park's well, not, 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 but it's not Sebastian Janikowski or whatever you want to But do. he's worth $4 million and he missed it. And you know what? Gold, the kid that uh, Mr. Genius ran out of town, hasn't missed a field goal since he ran him out of town, right? Uh, yeah. I bet the differ. He missed one. Oh, did last he? week they did only he? won okay. in about All a year. Right, so so he's missed wrong one again, Glenn. Uh, we're really wrong, right? I, 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 I was but watching. It's crazy. I was watching San Francisco, Arizona last week, and he did miss one. But uh, the guys won in the last year. We are in years? control. The Dolphins are gassed. We have an offense that is so diverse, so talented. What do we do? We knuckle down and put in the, the our second and third string running backs to try to make a play. That even the Dolphins could stop. I tell you what, that kicker today was making four million dollars for us. <laughs> Not anymore. Hey, pull up his contract Not real anymore. quick. Yeah, uh, you know what also drives me nuts? Why does saying. this kicker always point to the sky? Just stop and kick the ball and make it. I don't I like want to see all the other garbage. What a sledgehammer! Hey, well, by the way, by the way, and let me just say this: I've had. I don't know, 100 people come up to me in the last month saying, wow, this is the best defense ever. It's the greatest defense ever. Give me a break. Oh, the greatest since they started slicing bread. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, they're playing great. They're playing great. Didn't get a sack today. They weren't able to stop a backup quarterback that's been run out of three different towns. I don't Almost. have the stats stand on the running. How, how did they? How much did they run for today? Let's pull, let's pull I'll it up pull here. it up for you right now. But here's reality. I didn't mean to Khalil Mack goes to... down, you know, with an injury. This is what I'm trying to say. He goes down with an injury, and this team, this defense, looks like they wore a year ago. Wait a minute, Not bad. an injury keeps okay. you off the field. He was back out there. I get it. He, he, he was cutting his it ankle. out. But oh, yeah, but I get it. Yeah, no, cut I, it out. I I, I agree with you. But I, what my point is, when he's not 100%, all of a sudden these guys look like they never played football. Let, let, let me tell you right. what happened there, guys. It's, it's a joke. Okay. He, he came back in, you know, on many, many plays, but he came in mostly, would come back on third down, lined up wide. But I'll tell you what, you know what was missing? Because our guys were gassed in the defensive line. Yep. They couldn't yep. get off the line of yep. scrimmage. They couldn't, they they couldn't collapse the pocket. Therefore, that null and voids. Mac on a lot of plays because right. the quarterback, if you push him back, he can't he can't step up. But with him being hurt, you saw what what this. It's really it's almost like a mindset. It's like well, oh no, wait a our best if, player got hurt. We can't play. You and I, we all agree it's dumb. If, if but that's what happened, and that means the other fifty three guys on this team collapsed. Apparently that's what like Dan it does. said. Get the hell out there and play I, the game. I agree. I agree. I'm not arguing with what you're saying. And I agree. But, but you, you do see the value of this kid. But okay. But uh, two things. Number one. Now contrast this with the Dolphins. They don't have their best offensive tackle. Tunsil's out. They, their best pass rusher. He's out. Their starting quarterback. He's out. 
No excuses. They came out and they lined up and they played. And you know what? That's my point, big we man. We haven't had anybody really get hurt. You know, Miller got hurt, but he was back in the game, made a big play, made a big catch for us. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, bless his heart, is becoming almost special. But even with all the all, all the, those shiny objects, we can't take care of business. We we didn't take care of the ball, and we gave the game away. Danny, you're and technically, exact- I guess the Bears are a half a game still Glenn up, even though they're three and two. Mark, you guys are exactly correct. I'll tell you what, that was a loss that's going to come back and haunt us somewhere. In the next few weeks, somewhere yep. going down to the last games of the year. And this is a game against a team that we had. There's no way in God's green earth that we lose to this team with those kind of people out not playing for Miami. And we go down there. Who was out of shape? We were. Who didn't make the big plays? We didn't make the big plays. Who was there when it counted? Miami did. That's the facts. Yep. It was 87 degrees today in Miami, which obviously was a huge factor in the game. Okay, let's do the marquee. Before we go you think break. so? Just a little so, bit. Oh, so basically, if it gets above 80, then players shouldn't uh, have to play I, I, anymore? I haven't seen what a, saying? I haven't seen a Bears defensive line look that tired. I I, I can't even name it. I think, oh, I could. But we, we predicted it. Last, All, last uh, preseason four and weeks, through September. They've been tired in the fourth quarter. And you remember, if you remember, Bingo. I said this after uh, the Seattle game. I said, hey, it was a great win, and we were able to gut it out because of the uh, Mukamara uh, pick six. But you know what? Seattle was winning the battle at the line of scrimmage the second half of the game. And those are things a smart coach, a smart coaching staff, Vic Fangio, hey, wake up. you got some, some good stuff happening, but you got to play the game for 60 minutes. Hey, we've got nobody hurt. We've got nobody hurt. New coaching staff, a lot of enthusiasm, and we have a lot of quality players on both sides of the ball on this team. And again, they're not hurt. And we lose to this team? 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. Let's do the Marconi play. We relish, which is brought to you by Marconi Jardinera. You can put it on everything. Relish all your meals because Marconi makes it better. Tough to relish something right now, but what do we got? Any- I would say the first series of the second half where um, they actually uh, they run the our young, RPO for yeah, the twenty-eight yard our, run by the quarterback. Yeah, for our the young longest quarterback run of the year. made a made a nice read, kept it and ran. That was a game changing moment and, where. And then Trey Cohen on the pitch where he made everybody on the right. field miss him and ran for a touchdown. I think that was it. Three plays, first series, one touchdown. All right, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Phone <laughs> lines are open for you. Bears lose to the Dolphins in overtime, thirty one twenty eight. The New England Patriots coming into Soldier Field next Sunday. This is Hampo. well, it gets easier right. you know, now well, that New England. Imagine it, right? Brock Osweiler, who's, Tom who's Brady. that guy? Who's right. that guy? Brady. And he our sounds pass, old. And our passing game. You know, we always talk about him stretching the field. I can't, I've said it for so many years. But anyways. Is there something, Glenn, against the rules of the Bears <laughs> to throw a post pattern? A Apparently, post? Is, it is. Is it against the rules? It is. It is. They got to throw the quick screens That's on the outside. One of the great passes in football that has been forever and will be forever. We haven't thrown it one time this year. Not right. one time. Let's take, right. let's take a quick timeout. Seven twenty WGN. Chicago Bears conversation is here. The Hamp and OB Show with Cause. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. After losing 35% in my IRA in the crash years ago, I said enough. 720 WGN. 
Here is the 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 lock of the day, and, and poor Ed. I mean, because he has been on it all year, but now he's barred from Willing apparently because <laughs> he told people he was in Willing this week. Lock no, of the week. <laughs> take the mortgage money. <laughs> you know what? Take the kids. Take their college fund. Put it on the Bears. They're going to kill them. No chance. Palatine Willing. He's barred now. <laughs> I, I just got a text. The guy just lost his house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're laughing, but I mean, that was you again. We, what what Ed's point is? This should have been a lock, lock oh. of the week. There's no. This team should have never lost and, to the Dolphins. Well, everybody fell in love with the Bears last week, and uh, now it's going to be the other way. Nash, I, 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 uh, Mark Nash, everywhere. Everybody fell in love with him. No doubt. My, I, my buddy Doc from Arkansas texted me about five minutes ago, and he says, "This what's happened? This is what happens when everybody starts telling you how good they are." Oh, the Bears are this, the Bears are that. Oh, they can't be stopped, blah, blah, blah. This is what happens. Reality has a funny way of coming upside your head, especially on the road in Miami. I remember 33 years ago. It's what happened to us. We yeah, but you want to know what? You didn't break everybody, guys. You guys came back probably, arguably, today, still today, the greatest team ever put together. But guess what you did, Dan? You won the world damn championship. That's what you won. You won the Super Bowl. Well, let's Convincingly. See if, well, and then let's see if these guys can find a little humility and as a head coach, realize, right. you know what? I did a, a, a port, you know, in the third quarter, as creative as he was, and Greg Jennings, which I hope we don't have to endure that again, but he was saying, oh, he should, he was magnificent. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the time it gets down to the nut cutting, all that evaporates, and then it is basically you having to make a play on desperation. And as you said, OB, you can have all the goodwill you want, but until you see your guys, your team, your quarterback go out and make a play that wins a game in the balance like that, Mm, the old, he, you, you, how do you think he's going to react next week when Tom Brady's on the other sideline and he's got and Nagy's got to think about well if he don't get it on third down I got to punt and now guess who's going to be bringing the ball back at you and bottom line you still have a young coach who's still learning and uh, oh I know oh, stop that who you talk about our guy yep stop all that will you it's the National it's the Football, Football League if you don't have it by now then what what the hell why is Pace hire a guy that oh he's a young coach he this too bad I'm not oh I'm seeing facts already my, that's my point not now not this time it's the National Football League you either are or you aren't right and if you are not you're gone not for long so it, you know what those excuses are getting old and he's done a good but, job overall but this was a debacle today to lose to a team like this and, and that's with the injuries they've had and that's, that's all that's to to Ryan Pace who's done, you give him a ton of credit for a lot of things but he had he did he has a coach who's never been a head coach in the NFL before and he has a quarterback who started 13 games in college and is still learning on the okay, job okay whose fault was what that what the hell does that mean I'm what does that mean I'm I'm just it, it, we lost the game today it, it means you, you when you want it, if you want to blame somebody you you can't put it on a first year Guy, this is the guy. What are you, you talking you, about? You got to put right. it on the first year guy and the first year head coach and everybody else. It but, goes from the top down. That's what I'm saying. From the top down. This is, he hired him. That's what I'm saying. All right, and 
after the show, and we need to put training wheels on on his Camry so Carmen can <laughs> right, get home. Right, right. Because <laughs> he's just and, you know, or maybe lock his doors when he leaves his uh, car running. But think about this: this were, is what they signed up for. These guys are still learning. That's what. I'm, that's the point I'm making. Well, and, and it's I a don't valid, buy that excuse. Well, I don't. It's, it's, I don't. I don't, I don't buy it. Never did. But I, I tell you what: we're going to have the post game interviews here in a little bit. And I promise you, this will be the the mantra. We got their backs. We know that they're oh, capable. Yeah. And sure. you know what? This is a learning experience. How many times we will knew we hear the this? defense couldn't do it every week, and we just came up a little short. Right. But now, I mean, the, I could already script it for There him. were 52 points scored in the second half in overtime. 52 points. So on both sides, there were successes and there were collapses on the defensive side. But let me tell you, who may be the happiest guy in the United States about this game? Dow Loggins. He's the offensive coordinator of the Dolphins. Beat the Bears, who fired him last year, with a backup quarterback and a bunch of nobodies. How about Brock, yeah. Brock Osweiler is from the text line from the 630. Brock Osweiler is now beating the Bears as a member of the Broncos, Texans, and Miami Dolphins. Yeah, he's beating us go. every way he can. He's yeah. the only guy, a backup, in backup guy. positions each time he's come out and beat the Bears. When the Bears were rolling it, where everybody's saying it's a lock of the week, and then you know you're getting run out of towns for crying out loud because it's a lock of the let week. Me, let me tell you this: so Tannehill, and I have no use for him. Let me tell you: so he had a shoulder strain last week, folks. Now let me tell you: he had an MRI on Friday. Why? Oh, because all week he kept reading all the press releases about the Chicago Bear yeah, Mac attack. Yes. And by Friday, he wanted an MRI. His shoulder hurt it. They said it was nothing showed up. <laughs> he went out this morning and threw some balls and said, I'm not ready to go. <laughs> so guess what? The old bear killer, Osweiler, comes out, answers the bell, and beats us. <laughs> Who, who brought this game? This game. Oh, I mean, this is you can't you make can't this stuff up. You can't even script this, this, but it's true. Dude, this Dan's folks, right. This, this guy didn't want been, a part of that, and then the other guy comes out and just crushes us. This game should have been slaughter on Tenth Avenue. <laughs> My God. Let's do who brought it today. Sponsored by the Blue Cross Blue Shield card of Illinois. You hey, know what to bring. I will tell you who brought it on defense. And I, you know, I've been a little saying he was a step off. He looked quick today, Smith. The the first round draft choice played much better today. Led the team on defense and tackles. Had a good day. I mean, he really did have a good day today. Well, when you give up uh, 380 yards uh, uh, through the air, I don't know if anybody on defense qualifies. How about Taylor Gabriel? I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. This I guy, like him. You're right. Folks, I'm telling you, Allen Robinson was the big money guy. Nobody really talked about Gabriel. But every game I watch him, he is becoming more and more like an Antonio Brown. He's the I'm, number one. You're he, right. He's, he's hard the to, guy to go to. Oh, That's I'm what telling it looks you. like to me. He, I mean, down, he's got hands like glue. He does. And you know what? You don't get any of the uh, the downside with him. You know, the drops and the, and the petulance and this and that. All I can tell you is this guy, he made play after play today when we had to have it. Yeah. Taylor Gabriel on the day today, five catches, 110 yards. So he is the guy that brought it. I, right. I like And he that. makes That's the tough call. catches, guys. Yeah. I mean, he makes those circus catches. Allen Robinson had a great catch today, too. He sure Yeah, did. he yeah. does. But yeah. I'm just and saying, again, the two of them make him much better. No doubt. And again, you know, okay... It's the first year coach. It's the first year quarterback. Yeah, first year, but, that's there's what a lot said. of good stuff, but it, when it all boils down, it's about winning the game. All that stuff means nothing now. You got to make a play. We couldn't make a play. Hey guys, I got a question for you. In this room, okay? The shuttle flip, the shuttle toss. <laughs> 
Wouldn't you so think that's going to blow up in our face? It's well, coming. It, it's going to happen. I it's going to be a pick great six. For the Bears, You're they're right. using it more and more. But guess what, folks? It's going to be a pick six it's for good, another uh, defense. You, that yep. bingo, exactly. We'll run through some calls <laughs> coming back here after four o'clock. Get you into the news. It's Hamp and OB with Kaz on seven twenty WGN. The snap, the kick for the win. Cameron Drake does fumbled at the half yard line, but the Dolphins uh, somehow, some way. Yeah, but give, give the Bears defense, you know. Sure. And, and Dan pointed it out; it was a hell of an effort by our middle linebacker to blow that up and cause a fumble. So, you know, it's as much as he was feeling better. The truth is, we made a great play. Now we didn't follow it up, and our kicker pointed to the sky before. You know, for the minute he hit it, I knew it wasn't any good. I don't know why he was pointing to the sky. Before we get to the phone calls here, we'll get you on in a second. 312-981-7200. Let's do along those lines, cause the defensive star of the game, which is brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at Chevy Drives. It's got to be Fuller. I mean, with his two interceptions, he set up the scores, right? I mean, this guy, he, he, had, he made some plays today. Well, without without question, an honorable mention would be Eddie Goldman. Hustling and, and being able to get that ball uh, at the goal line, it gave us a chance. And you know, i got to tell you, those uh, fourth and inches, third and inches, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a melee, and for him to be on his feet, that was a great effort. 312-981-7200. Let's get to the calls. I appreciate your patience, especially you, Jason, in Florida, who called when the game was still going on and waited this whole time. Jason, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, Mr. Obradovich, please, I know you played defensive end. Vic Fangio is not a first-year coach. What is he doing with the coverages that we get these big plays with minutes to go? It happened with the Packers, and it happened today. How does the defense blow this? We scored 28 points in one half. That's plenty to win with this defense. What is he doing? Well, no you know what? I mean, I, 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 I can't tell you what he's doing and what they, are, what they are or they aren't doing. But there's one thing that I can tell you, and I don't know where it comes into play. Against the Packers, that defense was gassed. Our defensive line was gassed. And guess what today? Our defensive line was gassed. There was not enough pressure to make uh, 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 the quarterback get crazy, get, get busy feet. There was no pressure put on their quarterback, basically. That's the best I can give you. And what it did look like is it looked like they were doubling up on the outside, trying to take the outside guys away, and they ran that little underneath route. The guy caught it up the middle. When your safeties are doubling out on the outside, the middle's wide open if the guy gets free. He got free. He he, he broke the tackle, and it's Katie barred the door. And uh, and you know what? A lot of times... He, he had enough time to make the play, guys. Right. Well, that's yeah, yeah, it. You're right. It, yeah, no pressure. Lack of pass rush was the big uh, right. backbreaker on the defense all day. We didn't get a sack. Very seldom did we even force the quarterback to make errant throws. 312-981-7200. Let's move along to Bruce in Crest Hill. Bruce, what's up? Well, Welcome to WGM. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. I know I'm going to keep this short, uh, watching some miscues and some bad time management. My beef was the last two plays before we were going to kick the field goal. What do you think, we're from the 10-yard line or something? Those are the two worst <laughs> offensive plays I've ever seen. And he gave it to the guys that, look, if you're going to do that and run the ball, have your big back. I don't care what his 
her average carry is, at that moment, give it to the guy that you know can carry the load and push the pile forward. He'd Nothing more. It. He'd already done it a couple times in that in that series. And here's here, folks. This is a very unnerving uh, sidebar Anyways, to the, the NFL today. Mac is the best defensive player we have. How many times? And I know he had a bad ankle, but even coming into this game. They are platooning players, and it's almost like if a player makes a big play or makes a run, they take them out and put somebody else in. There's a reason there's a starter. Jordan Howard should have been in there at those critical moments, and he wasn't. You know, that was a that was a good call. Both those calls were good. Ones. Yeah, and he, they're right. I yeah. mean, it, it, it makes sense. Put your best running back that can move the pile forward in the game if you're going to run the ball. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's simple. It's, 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 it's life or death. You have to make a few yards to give the kicker a comfortable yardage to attempt. And we had the smallest guy on the field up the middle, and then Benny Cunningham, who's basically been a non-factor all year. He's been a good special teams player, but he's not a running back anymore. I mean, let's just call it what it is. You know what? Listen, the Dolphins know where the ball's going to go. Everybody knows where. The thing is, with Howard to the other little kid, that's the guy. That's that's how he makes his money, being who he is. Give him the ball up the middle, and everybody knows it's coming. So what? Stop him. Right. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Let's go for three winning calls in a row. Let's uh, try Maurice in Avalon Park. What's up, Maurice? Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, I would like to humbly apologize to you, Ed, Dan, and Glenn. A few weeks ago, I was the guy that tried to persuade you off the ledge. After today's game, this was atrocious. This game was lost by key penalties. If you recall, in the first half, the um, slam down, the unnecessary roughness that Leonard Floyd committed, that let them score the touchdown. Number two, another key penalty was the illegal block uh, that wiped out Tariq Cohen's uh, touchdown uh, catch and run in the second half. And then we have Nagy. He does, he does not trust his quarterback, uh, in, or he doesn't trust his team. With 35 seconds left in regulation, they take a knee. Yep. That's a lifetime in football. And then in overtime, why in the hell aren't you going for third down to move the ball closer while it's in your possession with less than what two minutes? Yeah, it was a t- yeah two so minutes. So you can have a reasonable minutes. you can have a reasonable chance for your kicker to score the winning field goal. It's gentlemen again, climb out on the ledge. I'll provide the parachutes to help speed <laughs> yes, the ball. Thank you. Have a good we'll jump show. together. We'll all, all hang right. on together with Ma- parachutes. Maurice, Maurice <laughs> let me tell you something. That's another great call. That's the third one, and and they've all been the questions have been spot on. They've been right and they've been real. And 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 just to tag that, what about at the end of the first half? Remember, they had third and seven with about a minute thirty three to go, and they let the clock burn. Yes, yeah. It's basically that they were already in the mode of let's run in the in the locker room and and uh, you know and regroup and huddle up. Yeah, we'll be good. Hey. 30 seconds is a lifetime. A minute 20 would be forever for Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or a quarterback that you trusted. One of the most precious things during a game, (laughs) 
one is don't make penalties, okay? Don't cause penalties. Time is 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 of essence. Time is the game. Right. You've only got four quarters, fifty minutes apart, okay? And you've got to use it wise. How do you blow, what was it, a minute and 30-some seconds? Right, right. And you don't try to use it to score? What and, What are you talking about? And they what had timeouts in their who, pocket, too. Who the hell are you? Aren't, aren't you trying to win this football game? You Take Aaron Rodgers. Give him a minute and 30-some seconds. And give See him what one timeout, and he'll take yeah. you down the field. See what happens. Right. All right, and here's something else. Remember, we always heard that Nagy is a disciple of Andy Reid. What is Andy Reid's record coming off of a bye week? He's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So, yep. again... That's an, Andy Reid. Well, this is a, we got yeah, Nagy. We've got, the, we've got the guy that has never coached at any level as a head coach. And as Mark pointed out, and Mark, this isn't disrespecting you, but you made a good point. Wow. He's brand new, so he doesn't really know how to manage games. Yes. Shame on Ryan Pace for having a guy that doesn't know how to manage well, games well, yet. That he's was, learning how. Let's see how many writers and people in the sound pick up what Dan said. A minute and 30-some seconds to go. None of them will. And this guy basically... Gives it up, oh. takes it. Well, eight. they'll pick it up on Wednesday after they hear there, that Dan that, said it a couple know of times. Then hey, they'll pick it up. Glenn, oh wait, uh, let me yeah, tell you here's something. My there idea. is no answer for that one. Right. There is no answer, and if it is, it's a lie. Well, we're yep. g- what we're going to do is take a quick time out and come back and hear from Matt Nagy, who spoke after the game as he always does. We'll have that for you coming on back here this week on Chicago's Best. It's piled high. It's stacked between two buns, and it's finished with outrageous toppings. It's an all new Chicago's Best Burgers Sunday night. I at love 10. burgers. You, everybody loves a good. Burger, yes, Obi. We have calls, and you're, you know what? We, we have a new job for you that I, I, I hope you don't mind if I'm going to give. But <laughs> it, don't get too smart. Don't son. get smart. Obi can manage hey, the clock. Don't man. He well, knows how to manage these, the clock. These Jack. windows open up here. I, I, I understand. I, I know that I'm in peril to bring it up, but I think that you, you could be our now our new caller rating executive. I like it. I mean, you, you've, you've, you're damn right. Thank you. I, see, I knew you, I knew you'd step right in there. Thank you. You're, 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 we are we are four and zero right now on calls too. Yeah, Great insight, go. everybody. And, hey, and, and they lost, so we have a right to be Angry. hostile today. Right. Yep. So the beatings <laughs> will continue until morale <laughs> until they win again. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't want to hear that a player's hurt. I don't want to hear that he's a young coach. Uh, if he's an assistant coach or if he's a head coach, I don't want to hear that. No. Not now. Not at this level. I don't. I I refuse to. Even listen to it or understand it. That's what it's not about. And if you're hiring guys like this, then you're the wrong guy in that general manager's, general manager's job. I know what I'm talking about. Shame three, on him. Three, That's what you're saying. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred is the phone number. We're with you till six. Hamp, Ob, and Kaz on seven twenty WGN. This is the Hemp and OB Show with Cause, sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. 720 WGN, it is indeed Hemp and OB with Cause as we take you till 6 o'clock tonight. Dolphins beat the Bears in overtime 31 28. OB, how are you feeling? All right. I'm feeling all right. It's just, you know, I think. Pretty much, we vented our dislike for what went on uh, from the coaches, and you know, I know the players went out there and they gave it everything they had. Uh, but I'll tell you what, you know, I, I, 
I, I just refuse, refuse, and again, and again, not to talk in circles, but boy, at this particular time, Trubisky's been here two years. This is the sixth week of the NFL. We had four exhibition games, training camps, this, that, and everything. And, and with a minute and some odd seconds ago, which Dan pointed out, we, we, we just let it run out. We don't try to win a game. Is that why? Is it because they didn't have two minute, a minute and a half, a minute and 30, a minute and 20, uh, you know, seven, six, 45 seconds to go in a game? They don't have a plan to take advantage of that? I don't think they did. That's why they let it run out. Well, it's also similar to what you said when they hired Nagy. And, I, and listen, I think that Matt Nagy has a great chance to be a very good head coach. I just think it's going to take time for him to get there. But he he did not. He Based curdled, off he, of what, he, well, he, well, that's a good question. I mean, that's that's goofy to say. That's like, you don't think, well, he's, no, he, I, I think, look. A lot of people say the, a lot of good things about him. In the National Football League. Yeah, of course. But remember, we're t- everybody that says good things about him are all part of the corporation. This is a big corporation, so don't buy into that garbage. Either you got it or you don't. So you, you are you ready to punt on Nagy right now? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that he has put this team in positions where games that should have been slam dunks, we've either lost or we're in position to lose. And it's by the luck of uh, great plays or whatever else – a head coach's job is to put his players in a position to win, period. That's what his job is. It's that, that simple. Nothing more. Okay, and we beat who? We beat the Arizona Cardinals. <clears throat> Obviously, that's no great accomplishment. We beat Seattle when they had virtually Everybody was injured. Everybody right. was injured, and, you know, Russell Wilson had nobody around him. Uh uh, you know what has he done to make you think? Oh, this guy—he's—he's—I'll tell you this: Adam Gase outcoached him today. Adam Gase, the guy that was our offensive coordinator, and you know the Dolphins recognized it and grabbed him up. Well, he was—he uh, was a better coach today. If that's the case, that they have the wrong guy, that's a huge problem, right? I mean, well, that's, but I'm not throwing him out. I'm just saying say, facts are facts. Okay. Don't say, hey. oh, all of a sudden it, the switch is going to kick in because, for crying I, out loud, he's at the highest level. If the switch hasn't kicked in yet, how's it going to kick in? Listen, if he's an offensive coordinator, Mark, and to our listeners, I'm talking about Nagy, our head coach, and that's what he's been involved in his, his whole coaching career. When you come here and it's that much time left and you let the clock basically run out now why that's one thing again i love to see the reporters i love to see him ask that ask question, him that question. Well, hey, why'd you me, let Nagy. it run out by the right. way there's only 60 minutes in here how do you let a minute and 30 some seconds blow off the clock why weren't you trying to run some plays and win this game let's hear what they let's hear his press conference right now here's Matt Nagy after the game all right so uh start off with injuries uh khalil had a little bit of an ankle uh early on in the game and then prince ended up having a uh, a left hamstring Go ahead. Any questions? A game like this, with all the twists and turns, getting them part of something like this, and, and how exhausting is it? Well, I mean, it's 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 exhausting. You know, it's it's tiring. Or not tiring, but it's it's mentally draining for the guys because they try so hard. And uh, but someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose. Unless you have a tie. And so, um, 
for the guys, you know, they, they fought hard and uh, uh, our coaches, our, our, our players, everyone, everyone, uh, you know, pretty much gave everything that they had. And uh, I just told them, you know, at the end of the end of the game here that or in, in the locker room that, um, um, uh, you know, uh, we want to come out with the win. We didn't, but they stuck together and they fought to the end. What about that third, that third down there in your in range for your kicker and just put the ball where you want it? Did you think of throwing it? Well, no. I mean, that's again. You you, you can get you can go. <laughs> we could do that all day long. You go ahead and you throw it, and then you're up here asking me why you took a sack, right? right? So uh, you could go you could go all day long on that kind of stuff. Can you get a sense on the sideline of why wow. maybe the tackling on the defense wasn't as sharp as it had been? This no, you know, it's uh, our our guys. Trust me, they're good tacklers, and and those guys are good ball carriers too when they have the football. Uh, and so uh, you got to give a, you got to give credit to them for for playing a good game and, and running well w- with the ball. Uh, they made plays, and so uh, you can't take anything away from from them for that. On the end zone interception, what did Mitch see? What did you what did you see there? Oh, they they uh, I saw an interception, and that's what I saw. So it's uh, they played coverage there, and and the, the kid made a good play, and um, that's that. It was really hot out there. Did you think the heat had any effect on the defense? No, no, not at all. It was oh, hot, but our guys are mentally strong. That doesn't. They they had to play in that too. What was uh, some of the things that the Dolphins were doing to kind of keep your pass rush at bay? Just playing football, you know. Just just playing ball. I mean, our guys. Uh, I, again, you, you saw they made some uh, some big runs after the catch, um, and I think that's a that's a big part of it. You know, I I, I don't know. I got to go back and watch the tape. You know. At the end of regulation, man, the decision to, to kneel was that more because there have been a couple of turnovers by the offense? Is that why? At the three yard line. Yeah, yeah. Because if we take a sack or there's a hold in, in the end zone, that's a safety, and it's game over with 10 seconds. And <laughs> I'm not coming up here with uh, with that happening. Matt, did you ask for an explanation about the the, um, the penalty on Trey? Yeah, don't. Um, no, I didn't, and um, I'll leave it at that. With, um, so basically, uh, what we got to stop this with, because with, basically, with, what this guy is saying is, I don't want to be a head coach. I just want to manage the game and not be accused of making mistakes as a head coach. Because last time I checked, you have to have a couple of big ones to be an NFL head football what, coach, what and is, he doesn't have anything down there. I, he's I, gutless, and he's a gutless wonder yeah. what he just what said in that interview. What he just said about that? Which part? This last part. He he was asked about why why they took a knee at the end of regulation. Oh, I didn't want to come up here after and, and did, give up a sack and lose the game. I didn't want to... He said he didn't want to give up a sack. He didn't want. He didn't want to end up with a holding call in the end zone. So what he's saying, he didn't have a play that he thought that would work. It's a play that would have won you the game then, there, and now. And you and he comes up. That's his answer. That nullifies his job. He's gutless. That guy should be gone. How the hell do you come up with an answer like that? That was rough. That guys, was a, guys, are you kidding me? Wait a minute. When, when you and I've made this point over the years. An offensive coordinator's objective is completely different than a head coach's. An offensive coordinator only cares about his scoring 40 points and 500 yards. Oh, he looks like a hero. But when you're the head coach, the only thing that matters is the win and the loss. And wait, wait, wait. How you manage. As As a head coach now, you know in your heart of hearts, all those plays you guys want him to run, that you're thinking you should run, and... Practicality tells you you have to try. You need to attempt. He knows in his heart his quarterback ain't ready to do it yet. How about when you're in a situation like that? It's your you have the momentum. You've got the ball. You go for the win. Since when the hell do you go for a tie or a maybe? Oh, I don't know. So we'll do this. 
You go for the win. That should have been his thoughts in his mind. We're down there. We should go for the win. There's nothing else that should have been brought up in this game. Exactly. He's wrong. Exactly. But what he's saying is, I don't want to call a play where there's a mistake or negative yardage play. And I and get blamed. And then, then I why, get blamed. why are you in the game? Why are you called a head coach? I I, I understand your point. But what he I'm telling you why he's doing is, it. But I'm an thing. offensive coordinator, not a head football coach. Exactly. Right? And my point is, subliminally, he's telling you, he knows he ain't got the guy that can make the play, and he's worried to death that he's going to make the bad one. Well, then guess what? That's we what just I'm found out you. we've got the wrong guy as I'm a head coach. I'm just telling you, and he should have been playing him all through the preseason. 312-981-7200. Adam Hogue will I'll join tell you. Yeah. Not, not only was this a, a, a god-awful game that never should have come out this way, and to listen to that head coach that was with rough. what he said here, Mark, That's one gutless. thing after another is like, what? Wait, but what? He, he didn't he want any what? responsibility. That's why he chose to do what he did. I didn't want to get blamed for it if something went wrong. You're the head coach. Right. That's your job. Put your players in the best possible position. If you if you can't think like an offensive coordinator in that moment, put an offensive coordinator in place and it be the head coach. Every time you're in that situation for a minute and a half, you're gonna you're gonna take a knee or wait or run the clock out. That's what you're gonna do. That's what he just said he was. All right, but by hook and crook, we're still in first place. We're three and two, and we've got a chance to redeem ourselves in a week. So, yeah, nothing's going to change. I'm just saying this is a learning. Danny, point. The, here, the only thing that I would take with you, listen, it's not 162 games; it's 16 games. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we don't have the luxury of hoping, thinking, maybe. Praying that this will happen, somebody else will lose. You got to go after this game with everything you have, every game, game after game, and you go for the win. You don't go for a tie, and you don't go for, I don't know, I thought maybe we could do this. I'm embarrassed for him. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I'm embarrassed for him as a National Football League head coach to say what he said today. Because what he said is, I'm afraid. To be blamed for things. That's what he was saying, right? I, I can't argue with you. Adam Hogue has thoughts on the head coach today, too. He's our Bears reporter. He joins us every post-game show right after the 4.30 news, which is next on 720 WGN. Someone's got to win, someone's got to lose, unless you have a tie. Camp OB and Kaz on 720 WGN. Here's a text line uh, for you. I think you'll enjoy this one, OB. Uh, from the 309, Bears lose to the Dolphins, by the way, 31-28 in overtime. It was a disgusting, nauseating, brutal loss. Uh, I'm a mom of three young men, and that was the worst excuse I've ever heard for why Nagy didn't throw the ball before the field goal. <laughs> Basically, he didn't want people to talk badly about him, and I've heard some excuses. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, that young I, lady's name? Uh, she does not give her name. She's from the oh. 309. She's a mom of... Well, tell her we'd like to hire her. <laughs> yeah. I'm a mom of three young men. She's heard all sorts of excuses. That was brilliant. It's true. It's like what you said to us is, well, um, I don't want to get blamed, so I got in the... I just crawled up into a little ball and Field closed position. my eyes and said, please win, guys, because I don't know what to do. That's what our head coach said. Yeah, and that, and uh, you know, I don't want to get blamed for anything, so I'm going to do what what the book tells me. Yeah, we're telling you get to the calls. All right, I'll get out of that fetal position and push the button. Uh, Hey, push the button, get out of the fetal position. All right, let me let me try to do my as best I can over here. Let's get uh, uh, Matt in Wrigleyville's been waiting for an hour. What's up, Matt? Welcome to WGN. Hey, fellas, how are you? All things considered, 
So here's the story. Uh, Ed, I hope I can keep up your string of 5-0 calls. Uh, how bad did the bye week hurt us? Because obviously Nagy doesn't know his head from his tush. Unfortunately, we also had a week where we didn't really do anything of notice because we didn't have a game. So how bad did this hurt us? It, 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 never, right, sh- it never should have hurt us. Never. I believe he gave them the first week off. They came back. They all should have been refreshed, whatever. Their mind's clear, everybody. They know where they're at, 3-1. and one. They're leading the division. They're going down the team that's decimated with injuries. And, 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 and it was there for the taking. And I, 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 I don't know how the Bears let this get away. I don't know how Nagy... Let this let this situation happen. Three well, I, I do think the bye week because he was at, and I agree with you. It should have never happened. But you know, the quarterback was red hot, taking a week off. I, I think it gave him an extra week to think of how good he was instead of just keep doing it. Right? I mean, it, I mean, he was Henry Burr's bad the first yeah, half. He really right. was. He and, looked awful, and, and he and he got better. But I I do yeah. think that you know, but. That's hey, that's the NFL. That's the way the rules are. You get a week off, and you know normally you need the week off because of the injuries and everything. They should have. Done. They should have been better. They should have been ready Answers to go. Question: They should have been better going down to Miami. Yep, that's right. what. It, that's that's your answer, and that's that's a that's fact. That's true. They should have been better right. and ready to play. We should have stomped them into the ground in the first half and made a, a, a laugh yep. out of it. All right, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Jeff and Elgin, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Hello, gentlemen. I, I especially want to thank Ed for the the championship in 63. It was the last thing my dad enjoyed after his years of screaming at the Bears. And I've been screaming since then, and my son's been screaming for almost 30 years. We were, we were going at it today, and what happened in my mind is there you've got your substitute quarterback in for Miami, and he's not been practicing with the first team as far as we're, we're knowing. Uh, and he, every other, well, not every other snap, but it was Omaha Hut. And where's, uh, where's the recognition that this is constant? This is going on the whole game. There was a few other calls, obviously, but it was Omaha, now it's Hut. So block the lanes. Stuff them. I think they were mostly runs. I, I didn't pay complete attention to all that, but I thought I was so frustrated by it. And then when I'm listening and on hold here, I hear this coaches gave everything they got. I, oh, come on. Who's paying attention to this? It's kind of basic. Everybody hears it. Stuff the lanes and be there and take care of business. That's defense, offense. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate you. And that was lame. Omaha. Coaches gave... Well, what do you mean they gave everything they got? If they gave everything they got, they would have been blitzing like crazy, right, Ed? They would have tried all kinds of crazy defenses. They would have done some mixed-up deals. No, 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 no. You guys, what he said is, we we like to play as coaches not to lose. We don't want to win. We just don't want to lose and be the reason yeah. we, we lose. You know what? Dan came up we were just talking here during the break. And let's go back to the Packer game. They were winning uh what was it, seventeen or twenty three to nothing, like by halftime. Twenty to zip. Twenty to zip. Twenty to zip. Busting them up. Okay. They scored twenty 
four points the second half. Hold it, folks, with the quarterback on one leg. Okay? Let's go to this game, Danny. How many points they give up the second half? Well, it, uh, they gave up 21 points in the second half. They scored. It was 7 nothing at the half. We come back. We go 7-7, seven, seven, and then we get up 14-7. to seven. We're going in to make it 21-7 when we have the fumble. And then from that point on, it's like we had never been in a football game where adversity occurs. But we give up 21 points. Yeah, 24. 24 in the second half. 24 That's in the second half. 24 in the second half and against Green Bay. And we're supposed to have this vibrant... Fierce, firing, destructive defense. Given all they, but the coaches gave all they all they had, including uh, and tough guy coach, Nagy. And we got he their gave backs. it all. And in the meantime, they're getting points piled on them in the second half. That's the bottom line. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Let's keep it rolling with the calls here, Chad in Wisconsin. As we talk about Green Bay, what's up, Chad? Hey, I'm a little ticked off. I'll tell you what. Say what you want about a first year coach, say what you want about a second-year quarterback. We've got a defensive coordinator by the name of Fangio that has their DBs playing 5 to 10 yards off their wide receivers at the line, not blitzing, and you got a quarterback back there that hasn't thrown deep the whole game. Come on, boys. Get it together. we got a defense that's supposed to be dominant, and they weren't dominant at all today. They played back, and they played into their game. They okay. were dead in the second half. Yeah, they were. And, and and again, I don't want to go back and beat a dead horse, but we've talked about this. Fatigue makes cowards of all of us. Now, well, guess what? It was obvious that Vangio and the, the, the secondary started sensing we weren't getting any pass rush. We weren't being able to force errant throws. We weren't being able to keep the quarterback on schedule. So they start being more cautious. They start backing off. That's when they started coming with those little, that crosser. Think about this. We take the lead 28 to 21. They come back the very first play. They throw a four yard crossing route. And he goes the guy, for a all the, everybody's so tired. They're diving on the ground like fools and he runs 75 yards for a touchdown. That, that would never happen on our defense. I'm just telling you. It just it it was frightening how you know this flamethrower defense turns to ice when everybody gets tired up front. And we've spent weeks uh, complimenting Eddie Jackson, but that particular play amp it was, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And Adrian Amos, they were all out they, of position. Listen, it takes a lot to be able not only to cover in space for three, four seconds, but then. Be able to react, get a base, and tackle. It's so much easier to just kind of lunge at people. That's what we were doing, yep. and they were nifty enough to to evade us and run for not only first downs, but then for the touchdown. Well, you want to know what? And again, folks, they had two two weeks to get ready for this for this team, Miami Dolphins, and and what you're just talking about, Danny and and Glenn. I'm telling you, how there's no excuses for this game, none. None by any coach, any general manager, any ownership. There's nothing. You have the greatest fans on this planet backing, loving this football team. And to have this coach, I'd like, I'm going to wait and see tomorrow in the newspapers about his smart-ass Alec answers on his press conference today. And I'm talking about Nagy. Yeah, he was really kind of he was very punkish. It was the mo- it was condescending most and punkish. So, so you're saying it's time He's to cancel the parade? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know, the greatest team of all time, and and boom, we go down to Miami and melt down. I just hope 
I just hope we don't. It comes down to the end of the year where we're qualifying for the flushing boy, flushing the flushing, the toilet bowl in flushing New York. Oh, what just happened? I love it. All right, quick timeout. Seven flashback. Yeah. The flushing. The flushing. Paul Honing flashback. The toilet in flushing New York. Yes, it is. Uh, it's it's the your call. Grounds. It's it, the Bears are rubbing off on me. We we are here for you. Seven twenty WGN. This is the Hampton OB Show with Cause, sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Dolphins 31, the Bears 28 in overtime. It's Hampton OB and Cause with you until 6, 312-981-7200. Adam Hogue right after 5 o'clock. The Muller Game Changing Moment, sponsored by the Muller family of dealerships in Hoffman Estates, Gurney, Highland Park, and Merrillville. I think we got to go. We haven't talked about it yet, but Trey Burton gets called for an illegal screen. Bears had a touchdown. Trubisky to Cohen. That, that was gets called Clayton too, by the way. Well, it gets called back though, and then and then uh, Trubisky throws the pick, and that was a huge part of the game. And it was a call that could have been made, and it was made, but it could have been let go too. But it was really a very poor. What would you say? Performance by Trey Burton coming in motion. A big and then mental getting, mistake on his part. Yeah, and then he actually got too deep, and then he kind of came back to make sure he got enough of a screen. Well, that's where he was called. Yeah, you, it's an illegal pick. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. You can't pick a guy. It's 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 simple. And that was and he a, made to it me. Obvious, he took and, the guy right, down. Right, okay, right, so right. now we now it's first and goal, and then we you know, our quarterback throws in a very. Dumb interception back across the middle. I would argue maybe his worst throw, but then he had one after that where he's rolling right and he throws one that should have been picked guy, up. Yeah, guy dropped it. And right. the, those are the reasons why Nagy doesn't call timeout right. and try and go to for it. make right. things happen late but in the game because he's that. scared of then that. Then say that. Just say, hey, look, we, we've got a young guy that's still progressing and we'll get better. Listen, Say that. Be a man. Hey, if folks, that's the case, then he's saying, he's showing and he's saying, toss Dan, and, and, and hey, He's telling us they got the wrong guy. If that's what he, if that's but he what can't he say believes. it. He can't say it. But let me tell you, there's, today was an epiphany for Matt Nagy. All through training camp, all year, all off season, I, all the reporters were like, "Oh, we love this guy. He tells us everything. He's real chatty and cool, and he's not like John Fox giving non-answers." Well, today you could tell. He was almost indignant because he was being questioned. He thought he had built up enough goodwill with the media. They wouldn't question his decisions. Call him out, right. And that's where we are tonight, and we'll find out how it all plays you know, out. That particularly came out. I said, well, why, when you, why, did you, why did you take any on the three-yard line? Yes. yes. Yeah, we're asking a simple question. Right. It was actually the 10, but whatever. Whatever right. you want to call it, I tough remember, guy. What was his answer to that one again? Uh, well, if, if, if we get a holding call and it's in the end zone, it's a safety, the game's over. Somebody has to win. Somebody has to lose. Unless you tie. Oh, oh thanks, 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 Matt. That's I mean, I you know my uh, my little four year old granddaughter could give you that same answer too, and she's just learning the game of football. She'd work for less money too. Yeah, I, I could tell you back in the day, guys. If we had a head coach that made a statement like that, he may not have Ooh. made it to the coach's locker room. Hey, all I can say is he was being himself. Yeah, just be you. you. Just yeah, be, you. be you. He was being him. Well, after 5 o'clock, we're going to talk to Adam Hogue. Bears lost to the Dolphins, 31-28. I know there's a ton of people want to join in as well. Actually, let's take one real quick here. Jim, you've been waiting for an hour. What's up, Jim? Welcome to WGN. How are you guys doing tonight? 
Okay, Jim. Just being ourselves. How about you, Jim? Yeah. You being you? <laughs> I have two things. Number one, <laughs> who's calling the plays down the stretch when they're on the 40-yard line and we're running the ball? Who's calling the plays? Matt Nagy. Nagy. Yep, Nagy. Yep, 100% Nagy. Okay, my second thing, and I'll hang up and I'll listen. You guys do a great job. Great job. I like people who tell the way it is. Second thing, number one, when you're on the 40-yard line, what do you think Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers would have did in that situation? They would have settled for a field goal. They, I, I, they would have got closer and closer and closer and put you away. They didn't put them away. That's why they got beat. This defense, who everybody thinks it's the greatest defense in the whole world, well, they got exposed today. They got exposed. Thank so. you, Jim. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, there's no question. They would have. They would have thrown a quick pass. That's another good call. slant out. You know, slant out. So inside guy runs a quick out. Outside guy runs a slant. It's quick passing. Maybe a hitch, double hitch. But they're going to throw the ball to get the first down, advance the sticks, eat up clock, and get your lame kicker a little bit closer. That's all. I think Matt Nagy would tell you. Well, he wouldn't tell you, but he would think. Well, yeah. If I had Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, well, I would have thrown the ball too. Yeah, but it, it, again, then again, he wouldn't be here. Then yeah. again, if we had them, he wouldn't be here. <laughs> All right, quick time out. News is next. We're with you till six. Bears lost to the Dolphins, thirty-one twenty-eight, seven twenty. WGN. This is the Hamp and Ob Show with Kaz, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on seven twenty WGN. Five o'clock hour, seven twenty. WGN Hampo being cause. Is your voice okay, Mark? Because I just want you to be you. You know, I, I'm fighting through today, cause I really appreciate just you be bringing you, that though. up. I, I know be that you. I know that you. It's can. not your fault with know, your voice. I, I know that you kid because you care. You know, would Ka- you agree? Eddie's gutting it out. He has given the best effort. Brings tears to my eyes. Given everything he's got. I mean, he, he just brings it. Somebody once told me the kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. And I really, really care. I could hear it in your voice. Thank you very much. Just keep point. Get on with the show. Uh, well, thank Gut it out. G- getting on with the show, I think. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you to Bartolini's Restaurant, Catering, and Banquets, family-owned, operated since 1995. Uh, they cater seven days a week, 24 hours a day by appointment. Let, let them do the work for you. Delicious again today, as always. Uh, they're in Midlothian. You can call them, 708-396-2333. Let's bring in Adam Hogue, who, uh, of course, our Bears reporter. Uh, all right. Uh, I hey, saw. Carm. I, hi, Adam. I, I, let me just let me yeah. just start by saying your voice sounds worse than the Bears tackling look today. Oh boy! But your effort is way way better. <laughs> Thank you. So I'll give you that. I He's like, trying hard too. I, I, yeah, I, I, I like cuts out. I, really, really hard. I like your top five reasons why they lost. Why don't you bring those to the radio? I saw that on Twitter at Adam Hogue. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's a ton of reasons, right? This was a full, complete uh, loss today, I thought, by the team. But I'll start with the lack of a pass rush and horrible tackling throughout the game. Is there, If there was one thing that we could not have predicted this week, and we, you know, I spent a lot of time breaking it down, the Bears had a huge advantage. Their D-line, their pass rush against this bad Dolphins offensive line and for them to not even get a sack to barely touch that was before we even knew Brock Osweiler was playing who by the way is 3-0 and now in his career against the Chicago <laughs> yeah, Bears he crushes the Bears the most depressing stat ever uh, and then we go to the turnovers the two turnovers in the red zone absolutely killer they can't happen you're, you're taking two touchdowns off the board then I go to Nagy's third down play call in overtime uh, which I just uh, you guys have covered it I'm with you 100% 
I don't like it. Don't run the ball there. If you're worried about a sack, well, guess what? A sack is still better than a missed field goal because a missed field goal gives them the ball at midfield with right. plenty of time to go win the game. If, if you sack, you punt, then at least they're pinned back. Uh, and then the last one, which it has to be talked about, I hate complaining about, the officiating was awful today. It, 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 was, it was so bad, but I still put that fifth on this list because after every single bad call, like we could talk about the pick play on Burton, but the next play was Trubisky with what was probably the worst decision of his career, trying to fit a ball into Ben Broniker in double coverage, which is just a, a bad idea. So those were the reasons in that order for me. Yeah, couldn't argue. And But mm-hmm. he was being him. Is this the first time you've seen... The head coach kind of lose his uh, cookies a little bit and question why people would actually question him on bad calls and yeah, but I didn't get the uh, sense that it was like a John Fox really uh, upset with the questioning and sort just testy. I I think he was just really upset at how the game played out. Um, but I, that doesn't mean that his answers weren't. I, I mean, the answers weren't great. They were, but lame. he's gonna. Yeah, but he's in, and he's in a tough spot too because, um, you know, you if you do give up a sack or God forbid Trubisky throws the ball, you know, and inter, if there's an interception or something, then you're questioned on that. But you know what? Then that's to me. Then that's on the players because they screwed up. Maybe yeah, your left tackle gave up a sack or your quarterback right, right. made the wrong play. You have to put your team in the best position to win. And banking on a 53 yard field goal, although I will say Cody Parker's seven of eight in his career from 50 plus. Uh, and set all kinds of records last year in that stadium. So, well, that, I, that throw that out the window, can't you now? Yeah, I know. I I, I understand why I thought the kick was going to be made, but my my issue, and I and I tweeted this in the moment, isn't really how long the field goal was. Mine was just if you miss it though, and there is a chance he's going to miss it. We're talking about fifty three yard field goal. You're you're turning the ball over. To, it's a turnover at midfield, yeah. and, and you're, you're giving they them. Get, yeah, they got to get. 10 yards or 11 yards like they got, and they won the game. 11 yards, won the game. That's what we saw. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing that I think is a common denominator in the two losses, and OB was bringing this up, our so-called vaunted defense has now given up 24 points in the second half of both losses. And as much as everybody wants to go, wow, these guys are amazing. Well, wait a minute. How can, how can you be a, even considered a solid defense if you allow that to happen. I'm with you, and that's why I ranked this number one on the list of reasons. Because, look, they're, they're up, what, 21-10, right? 21-10 was the score at one point. Yes. Uh, that's a two-possession game, and you're thinking with this defense, the game's over. Yep. Except this wasn't the defense that we saw the first four games of the season. This defense was taking bad angles, bad tackling. And, and as much as uh, it's not an excuse to say it was hot out there, we all better hope that that's the reason why they played bad. Because if there's other reasons, then we're going to see this happen again against but, the Patriots next week. That means then, Adam, though, being hot means they were out of shape. I mean, that's Maybe. what it really means. I mean, think about what you're saying. I know. I it's... get it. And, you know, look, every guy in this room has played in hot weather, and you still, if you're in good shape, you endure it. Right, Ed? I mean, how many times, Dan, did you play in hot weather and you still found a way to muster up a little courage to win? So, I, I just don't get that. It's weird I, to me. I, I'm with you. I just I, mean, I, hope, shape, I hope that really? that's the reason, though, because otherwise it's going to be a problem going forward. How about this stat, guys? Bears in the first three quarters of the game so far this season are outscoring their opponents 109 to 36. First three quarters, 109 to 36. Fourth quarter in overtime, 
they're getting outscored 30 to 60. Which it's only kind of uh, highlights the fact that when Nagy showed up here, it was off of his collapse in the playoff game as the offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs a year ago. I, I, a lot of similarities in this game at, uh, compared to the week one loss to the pa- the Packers in the second half. Got a little conservative, uh, not with the overall offensive philosophy, philosophy, but certainly in certain moments. And I think when I go back and look at the tape, I'm going to be once again a little frustrated with the uh, Bears' defense allowing them to kind of dink and dunk underneath again and st- instead of staying instead aggressive. Instead of squeezing, right. Squeezing yeah. and Adam, being more aggressive on the line of scrimmage. Before, before you go. I've got a question for you. You listen to Nagy's press conference after the game. What did did you think of the questions that were asking? What really question I'm asking? What did you think about his answers? Well, I I I thought that the the biggest headline was the just how upset he was. Um, Now, if we want to talk about specific ones, he. Basically, said he without getting critical of the officials, he clearly did not like the call on Trey Burton. And that was a huge moment of the game. But I'll go back to the fact that the interception by Trubisky was worse than that call. Uh, well, how about when they were down on the goal line? How about the his fumble? answer for that one? The fumble, you mean? Before, the, he said, I think OBRS went to one of the No, where, where he took a knee. With, oh, you know, yeah. yeah I mean, again, just, oh, yeah, I see what you guys are saying. Yeah, because, again, his answer there was that he was worried about something well, bad happening. Well, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, if we, if we get a holding call and we're in the end zone, that's a safety game's over. Well, well wait a minute, Coach. Aren't you trying to win the game? Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, not I go bigger, to overtime? It was weird. I, I, yeah, I had a bigger problem that he let 20 seconds come off the clock, though, before he called timeout. That's what I didn't yeah, understand. Right. Why, yeah, why, because by you... the time he got the ball back, it was that's, that's pretty okay. tough to go. Right. What, but it, it call, to, yeah. call your timeout. Give yourself a shot. And, and yeah, because then you would have more time, and you still just needed a field goal in that situation. Right. So you may have, may have had a chance. I, mean, I was saying it to you, Amp. I'm like, call timeout. And then they put it on this on TV, Adam. They, they put it on that... Uh, uh, the, the Dolphins called time. I'm like, why would Miami call time there if you're going to punt? So they, they had it wrong, but uh, that, was, that, yeah. was, that was not a good job. All right, hey, uh, let's do the injury report. We're sponsored by the uh, Mancini Law Group. One law from one promise. Maximum justice, maximum results. What do we got on the injury uh, line here, Adam? Well, Khalil Mack hurt his ankle in this game. I still think, though, that his ineffectiveness had more to do with getting double and triple teamed in this game. We'll see when we go back and look at the tape. I don't think it's a huge injury for Khalil Mack. Unfortunately, Prince of Mukamara, hamstring, again. So they were playing without him late in the game. Yeah. And they played off. I mean, they really did. Yeah. They they went soft coverage, and you're going to give up points when you do that on defense. I mean, you either you stay aggressive or you don't. And before I'll you go- say this. I think it's a good development that the offense in a game where the defense was playing as bad as it did, the offense came through in the third quarter and put up some points and was really carrying the defense for a while. I think that's important going forward. I also think that this team's going to be competitive. I don't think this is a referendum on the season, and I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Patriots next week, but I expect it to be another close game. We shall see. All right. Uh, I, I mean, I hope you're right. I, I you know, if, if they have the I don't want to lose mentality, it's it's it, over. It would have just been so awesome if the Bears were four and one, and New England was coming in. I mean, the town would have been going crazy all week. It's still going to be honest. well, three and two. Still, you know, look, they're half a game ahead of everybody in the division, and, and even if, though they're the only team without a winning record in our division, right? Well, and if they beat the Patriots, right, Adam, that's going to be uh, that'll be a new level of excitement, I would think. All right. Yeah. Adam, great stuff. Appreciate you. All right. 
We'll See you guys. Talk to you next week. Yep. You Adam, got it. Thanks, Adam. Adam Hogue, read him at WGNRadio.com. Adam Hogue's Bears blog, our Bears reporter, dominating as he always does. And uh, you can dominate on November the 6th. You have the power to influence the course of politics by following the most comprehensive local political news online at ChicagoTribune.com slash midterms. Kaz, you said something about voting earlier? Yeah, I mean, look, you can follow it, but that's ridiculous. Vote. Yeah, let's let's be more honest about this. You feel strongly, place a vote. Let's get some following. Let's get That's some, all. Most important, let's Real get some simple. voting. OB. Get out and vote. Hamp, everybody wants to vote. All right. Uh, well, come on back. We're going to hear from Mitch Trubisky, and we do have a bunch of people who want to jump in. If you're on hold, you'll be on next. 720 WGN. Touchdown, Bears! Chicago Bears conversation is here. The Hamp and OB Show with Cause, Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. 720 WGN, Dolphins 31, the Bears 28. Tough loss. Tough loss because this is a game that the Bears should have won. And as we sit here talking, the frustrating part is they could very easily be 5-0. and It really could. It's if, unbelievable. If they just had a coach that um, you know was trying to put them in a position to try and win it. I'm not pinning this on... Matt Nagy, don't get me wrong, but it just his approach is off, and it, these are games that they could win. Dan, it's it's frustrating. Well, we go for a fourth and one quarterback sneak up in Green Bay. Odds are we get it, and game over, we win. Now we get to a, a game in uh, Miami where a couple of decisions could change the fate of the game, and obviously there was a lot of reasons. And I'm, back to the pass rush. A lot of times you learn to live vicariously off of certain parts of the team. If you know, uh, when you had Joe Montana, the defense always thought no matter if we gave up a touchdown, he can score. Aaron Rodgers, the defense realizes, hey, we kind of keep it close, he can win. We didn't have that mentality. We 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 would not dare and and try to make the plays that would give us a chance to win in both of our losses, which you got to lay at the feet of the head coach. Some sometime sooner or later, you know, it is what it is. Hey, fate favors the brave, and we weren't brave in either one. Let's uh, let's get back to the calls here. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. John in Crete wants to talk about the quarterback. What's up, John? How you doing, gentlemen? I just want to thank you for all your service as the Bears. It's nice listening to you. Enjoy your program. Um, I think you guys kind of. I've been listening to them. I've been on the whole about a half hour, but kind of all sums it up. I bring it back to basically, like you said with Nagy, it comes down to the terms, he was asleep at the wheel. I mean, we go back to the Green Bay game where all we need is a yard to go and then he's throwing a fluke play, throwing a backward screen. We're down here on this last drive. Um, I know you said that he don't have faith in Trubisky, but Trubisky in the second half, I think he was showing his moxie. He was, he was completing pass when he can. You don't use Howard all game. You give Howard. Howard gives us big plays. And then you need when you Trubisky make the plays, you don't even give him a chance. You take it right off his hands. So I don't think we can throw the blame on that. And then the same thing with uh, with the defense with Fangio. We need to put the you know the pedal to the metal. And I think we had one uh, one safety safety coming safety blitz there. And that's all I'm saying. They just needed to you know put it all together. I'm wondering what you guys think of gotcha. what we need to do better. Thanks, John. Uh, you know, he, Trubisky gave him reasons to be confident of today. Yeah, right? they, he, they should have trusted him. Okay, but here here's the paradox. He always says, "I tell Mitchell, 
don't remember the bad place. Just act like it never happened. Keep moving. Maybe he needs to take his advice. Right. That interception that he threw into the end zone, it seems like everything changed after that. Everything was all, you know, peripheral edge throws, trying to, you know, manage the game. Right. And not dare to win. And again, you know, hey, if we would have said in August at the end of today's game would be 3 and 2 virtually in the lead in the division everybody would have said wow we we'll, we'll take that but now that we have come where we've come and it's it's you know a situation where a couple of plays a little bit more courage here and there by the head coach we could be 5 and 0 real easy and here's the most frustrating part you have a guy young running back that is a power running back. And you're running these fancy dancy gimmick movements and wide receivers and everything else. So Speed it doesn't really fit to this guy's um position. But in the Green Bay game, you need a yard on third down and fourth down, and you don't give him the ball two times to get you that yard to win the game. Shame on you. That's gutless. And today same kind of deal. End of the game. You need three yards, and the and the two ball carriers are Cone, who's not a big guy, and then Cunningham. Shame on you, Matt Nagy, because you have a guy that can get you those three yards if you just give him the rock, give him the ball, and show the courage. By the way, I don't know if anybody saw this, and let, you know, I'll talk about it in a minute. Let's go on back to the phones because uh, we've got a lot of wonderful callers. Oh, all right, we can bring in Jeffrey in Des Moines, who's also been waiting patiently. What's up, Jeffrey? Go ahead. Yeah, what does it say about the state of the NFL that this Dolphin team is 4-2? and two? <laughs> um, But what Good I point. wanted to say is this was definitely the tale of two head coaches because Nagy goes into a shell the last three plays, especially the third and four is inexplicable because even if he throws a incompletion there, they got seven or eight guys up. All you do is throw over the linebackers, game over. But on the other side, the Dolphins coach has the exact same scenario around the exact same place, and he throws about a five or a six yard out that gives them the field goal, which is more manageable, like 46, 47 yards. So, yeah, we can. I think we can hang two games on the head coach. Thank you, Jeffrey. Appreciate the phone call. And just lack of – I don't I, want to say courage, but just lack of thinking, okay, here's what I got. Let's use this player to get us that, to win the game. Maximize it, your – your talent, your, your talent that you have at your disposal, and again, for Cohen to get the ball in second down, that, that that's inexplicable sense. in the play. And then third down, Benny Cunningham, what's going on? But you know, and this is interestingly enough, this comes on of, of the heels of a two-week period where Jordan Howard was a little petulant and threw a fit because he wasn't being involved enough. And now, when you look back in hindsight. He could have been the difference in us being able to win both of these losses. Yes, if they give him the ball. Give him a shot. Here's a guy that was your MVP the year before, the last two years on offense. We don't even give him chances to win games for us down the stretch. By the way, I don't know if anybody caught this, but in one of Nagy's press conferences this week, and it was it came out of nowhere, did you see what he said about Leonard Floyd? There was a question about Leonard Floyd. Oh, well, his hand's better, and is he he's not going to have a, a, you know, a brace and a wrap on it and all this? He didn't care. And he basically said, I don't know. I don't really care. It's way down on my list. 
What's he saying there? About, <laughs> I think everybody's getting a little tired of Leonard Floyd being the Kevin White of the defense. He yes. is a supposedly difference maker that is invisible to the football team. It's kind of interesting. Nationwide's on your side locally. That's our Jeff Vukovic. Vuk! Jeff personalizes your insurance needs. He's been doing that for decades. Simply click to jeffvuk.com. Never invisible. Vuk. Your courage. And he's going to guarantee Mark a win against the Patriots. Believable, your courage. Don't you think? I, I just, I admire it. No radio host has ever battled through what I'm battling no, through right now. I, I, I look, you're, I you're, 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 the, you're the Jordan Howard. I mean, you guys, you know, the, you guys laid it on the line on the football field, but what I'm doing right here. Oh, it's the, unbelievable. The, 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 this is toughness. Uh, Vuk's on your side, by the way. All right, uh, we'll get into the news, and we got a half hour to go as uh, we'll look ahead to New England, and we'll maybe we'll hear from Mitchell Trubisky as well. And uh, if you're on hold again, we will get to you as well. Busy final half hour, seven to to Mitchell Trubisky. You love. He had his say for three hours and never made it. See that now? That's everybody should know that who calls the show. Ob is fighting for you at every 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 all the time, and that's one thing that I'll always give Ed credit for. He wants to get. Collars in it's and a, on. It's almost equal. He fought for the Bears on the field, and he fights for collars now. It's like, right. Does it make sense? Uh, it does. You're a team guy all the way, OB. 720 WGN. Back to the Hamp and OB Show with Kaz. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Well, at 5.30 after a loss, that's when this show actually moves on and we start to look forward. What do you think of that vision? We're already looking forward to We're looking forward to the Patriots. Okay, and we're going to look at a team that just basically uh, decimated the Miami Dolphins two weeks ago. That's true. And you'd think that we would have learned a little bit about how to attack and, you know, try to... Yeah, you know, be successful, and what what happens? We're shut out in the first half against a mighty Dolphin defense that had nobody playing for it. Well, at this particular moment, the Bears and the Patriots both have the same record at three and two. Of course, that will change tonight. New England is playing Sunday night well, football. Well, somebody has City. to win and somebody has to lose. Or, though is what I found out. Or wait, you can tie. You can tie. Yeah, we got. Wow, that was that was the That's best. I didn't even know that until that. Last bit on the tie came in. Then I was like, wow, that's football. Hey, gang, let's get to the callers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Why are you irritating that's that? Get the to the callers. No more jibber-jabber. Let's get to Lulu. Lulu, welcome to WGN. Hey, Mr. Carmen, you have never had a call like this before. Okay, Lulu, I tell us why. I hate football. And I was bummed that you guys had – I didn't even know you guys covered the Bears. I fell asleep. I woke up, thank God I slept through the whole thing, and started hearing this program. And I'm thinking, okay, is this Sticks from Saturday Night Live? (laughs) (laughs) Who is the windbag who insults everybody, screaming, sounds like he smoked too many cigarettes, and I just hope you guys have a defibrillator in his lap or under his chair. Nah, he's good to go. He's, he's, he's as healthy as it can be, right, Ob? You're, you're. I don't know what. <laughs> I, I wasn't. What is it? Lulu's worried that you're gonna um, perhaps, uh, you know, need a defibrillator at some point here for the season. And I'm just saying that you're all you're all good. You're Lulu, right. just keep tuning in, honey. <laughs> yeah, thank Everything's you for okay. if 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 we if we make you laugh, then we're happy. He's being. Himself, he's just being you. He's Ed, being be you. It'd be you. You you can't teach uh, an amazing dog new tricks. You like that substitute of the word there, Ob? 
Well, good. we appreciate you listening in. Yeah. And, thank you, uh, yeah, thank you, Lulu. After a game like this, I hate football too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you got to sleep through it. We didn't. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Dennis in Wisconsin. Welcome to WGN. Hey, gentlemen, how's it going? Good. I got a question for you. When the Dolphins went for the two-point conversion to try to tie the Bears, and they were given the two points, I was watching it in an establishment up here in Wisconsin with a bunch of Bear fans. After the conversion, they went to a commercial. When they came back, they showed the receiver's feet in the right-hand end line of the end zone, and it looked like it wasn't a good conversion. I mean, is that challengeable, or did the referee's rule make a final rule that couldn't be challenged on that? Uh, he he was in all day. Well, he all, had, when they do that in the NFL, all touchdowns are are reviewed, and he did have both feet in. It, it looked like he, you know, you the first when he first made the catch, his right foot was drug. He got his left foot down, which makes both in, and then he. Lifted up his right, didn't get it in. That's why it looked like he didn't. No, th- that's that's what Kenny Stills. Yeah, didn't you play with his dad in college? I did. Yeah, in high school. Actually. Yeah, and yeah. He, and yeah. he was one of the thugs that <laughs> ran Matt Suey into the bench. Yes, yes. In the Green Bay game of '86, yeah. there, there was a whole group of us like that on that one high school team. <laughs> <laughs> thugs Anonymous. And I, I, I have one comment for Amp. Yes, sir. Dan. Uh, today's NFL players seem to want to take a knee. The difference with you is you gave a knee. Actually, two, but I appreciate your thought. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so did that. You know, that is true. And I, I don't want to beat the drum about the, the defensive line being out of gas, but, you know, I, I got to tell you guys, I mean, that would that's unacceptable. And in my day, I mean, we were we were gutted, but there was no coming out. You have to, you had, obviously we had to train and be in shape, but for our defensive line to basically not even be in stances at the snap of the ball, that was it's unacceptable. And for them to be that out of shape and us think we've got a championship-quality team, somebody needs to read the riot act to these coaches and tell them, hey, I don't care if you want to hurt the players' feelings. Make their ass get out there and run. You've got to be in shape to play this game. And it's not uh, that be completely legal, by the way. It's not. There's no non-hitting rule. He could, if you wanted to run them, he could run them. You got to run it, and you know what? Akeem Hicks is a fine player, but after six, seven plays today, he basically was out, out of gas and, and invisible. And that's that's been their problem in yeah. the second half of the games. Even though we won three of them, but the fact of the matter is they have a real hard problem. Our defensive line in that attack mode. Well, what and, did he do? And, and here's the thing. Okay, as it gets colder, and I don't know what the game temperature this weekend will be fifty. That won't be a, as big a, a of a, a concern. But still, you know, in both second halves of the losses we've incurred, our defensive line disappeared in the second half. And we also gave up 24 points in each one of the losses. There you, you go. You've got to be kidding me. And if your defensive line goes to sleep on you, goes, you know, lays down, then the rest of them are, I mean, they're, they're throwing themselves around and missing tackles, just like we saw today. And that's why they'll play off, too, in the secondary. You're not going to start squeezing when your D-line's getting no pressure. You know that if you get over the top or get underneath somebody and they throw it over the top, it's a touchdown. Right, and, and so then everybody starts, I don't want to say panic but man they get a lot less aggressive and that's when offenses start to clip three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred let me get a quick uh what would you what what grade would you give trubisky today i'll give him a c you know there's flashes where he, he threw a couple of balls that were quite 
you know, quite excellent. Uh, but the misses, you can't miss those. You know, the one where he misses Miller down the middle on a post route early in the game, you got to hit that 10 out of 10. And there's no pressure. He's got to hit that 10 out of 10, not 5 out of 10, 10 out of 10. He, he was never tw- will, Dan, because he's not an accurate passer, well, only, period. He was 22 of 31 today, 316 yards, three touchdowns, and the one interception. So it's like you look at the numbers, his quarterback rating was 122.5. You look at the numbers like, oh, the guy played great. But you, if you really watch the game, he left a lot to be desired. He did, and his receivers made a bunch of great catches for him. Uh, Gabriel made an amazing catch. Allen Robinson made an amazing catch for him. Allen Robinson, that was that was tough. All right, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Jim in Joliet. What's up, Jim? Guys, I love the show. You tell it like it is, and uh, it, it's. I look forward to your show probably more than the game. Oh, good. Uh, two two quick. Quick questions. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there watching the TV at the end of the end of the regular, uh, you know, uh, fourth quarter. They probably let 25 seconds or 20 or 25 seconds go off, you know, before they decide to take the knee. And I'm thinking, you know, wouldn't you try to get the guy with within field goal range, a couple of you know sideline passes or something like that? And then and then secondly, in OT. Uh, you know, my God, wouldn't you try to run one more play up the middle or something to get the guy a little closer? You just hit the two biggest talking points that we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah I mean, we, yeah. go ahead, Carson. I was going to say, look, it really came down to the fact that the uh, head coach made the decision not to be aggressive, wanted to not be blamed for being too aggressive and causing the team to lose instead of actually trying to win. And, and that's what it was, really simple. All this is a moot point if the $4 million a year kicker kicks the damn ball through the uprights. And, you know, okay, well, he's a kicker. Yeah, you know, I, I hate kickers. Dan, I, 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 agree, I agree with you that, and Glenn, I, everything you say. But the bottom line is this. This game should never have come down to this. Right. This game never should have come down to this. Five starters are out for Miami. Five. The quarterback. Their best offensive lineman, their best pass rusher. Five starters don't even suit up. And we talk about how great our defense is and how great Trubisky is. What a better game. Two weeks to prepare for this, to go down to Miami and dismantle them. Didn't happen. Big question is why? Why didn't it happen? If you're Pace, haul Nagy in there and his coaching staff. And that's the question I'd ask him. You had two weeks to get prepared for this team with the best defense in the National Football League. What happened? Well, and I'll tell you what, the way you beat the uh, Patriots, you've got to knock Tom Brady off of his spot because or just get, he, get he his is face, not yeah, nervous. He's not a guy. He's not going to scramble. He's a drop back, a, a classic stand up drop back quarterback. If you can get pressure on him at all, to move him from where he's comfortable, you can beat the Patriots. That's how you beat the Patriots. Kevin and Flossmore, what's up? Welcome to WGN. Hey, uh, guys, um, you are the reason that I that I continue to watch the, the game so that I can hear uh, uh, your feedback on it. One, The only thing I, I wanted to really add to, to what you guys have said is, in my athletic career, um, I had a coach that... He instituted in us right away, you will never, I I will train you, you will never lose a game or a match 
based on not being athletically prepared. Conditioned, right? Is that what you're saying? In other words, yeah, you're going to be in, you're going, you're not going to lose a game because you got tired. You're going to lose a game because the other team might have been stronger or better or out schemed us, but it won't be because you're fatigued, right? That's what you're saying. Thank you. Thank you for the word. I have have a brain injury, so I lost that word, but thank you for for, um, implementing that. That's exactly what it was. We might be, we might be over coached. Uh, we might, might be overmanned, but you will never, under my tutelage, ever lose a match or a game based on conditioning. Kevin, you did great there. Uh, yep, that's perfect. Thank you, it. Kevin. And you're right. And that's that's what I was just talking about. Yeah. I, I, and it's unacceptable. But here's the interesting point. Ob made. Will Nagy be called in on the carpet and say, you know, and and pay say? What happened? Why? Why was our defensive line a non-factor? We're supposed to be so great on spending $8 billion. Why were they tired in the second quarter and basically evaporated throughout the second half? And why did you have two weeks to get ready for this team? Again, with not five starters out, I want to tell me, Nagy, what happened? How could we possibly lose this game? We got a $50 gift card to Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Banquets. They're family-owned, and they're located at 144th and Pulaski in Midlothian. It's home of Chicago's best meatballs. You can call 708-396-2333. They're shipping to all 50 states. Use the code Bartolini, B-A-R-T-O-L-I-N-I-10. Uh, for $10 off your first shipping order at Bartolini's.com. We'll take the third caller uh, for a $50 gift card to Bartolini's, and we'll come back and wrap up the show. Get you ready for the Bears and the Patriots next Sunday on 720 WGN. Back to the Hamp and OB Show with Kaz, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Wrapping it up. Dolphins 31, the Bears 28 in overtime. Kind of hard to believe. Tough way to lose. I mean, it's really still hard to believe. Hey, uh, Randall from Orland Park, uh, congratulations. You won the Bartolini's. Your best thought from the Bears game today is? Well, I missed the game. But you got the Bartolini's. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I missed the game. I was working at Jewel, serving meat to everybody during the uh, the big day today. But um, they should have won that thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, one of my Thanks, favorite Randall. stores, the, the Jewels, man. The Jewels. I love the Jewels. I'm, I'm nothing like going up All to right, the Well, enjoy the uh, uh, the meatballs at Bartolini's. Yep. They are fantastic. Let's uh, let's get predictions for the Bears and the Patriots next Sunday noon kickoff. Hamp, Obi, and Kaz will be with you at 3 o'clock. All right, I'll, I'll kick it off. Guys, I'm telling you, this is going to be a, a white knuckler. I think the Bears can win, and I think it's going to be because of the pass rush that was embarrassed today. They're going to show up. They're going to bat Mr. Tom around. I got 28-25. We win. They're going to sack Tom Brady? Yes, five times. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Here, here's what I think. I'm, I'm not going to give any, any numbers up there. Every time I can't do that. It's, yeah, and you're wrong, and I yeah, hate it, too. I, I, I hate run out of wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're out of wheel and, and Palatine. No, right. Anyway, any, I'm just kidding. But anyway... I think, do the Bears have a chance at home against this team? New England isn't the same New England that it used to be. Can they be had? Yes, they can be had. But I will tell you, what will stop them, the Bears, will be our own coaching staff. If they don't have these kids ready to play, 
come this Sunday at noon in front of, again, the greatest damn fans in the land. And, and, and boy, what a great thing that would be to take the New England Patriots down at home in front of our fans. So I'm pulling for the Bears, hoping they can do it. But then again, there's a word called reality, and it's going to be a tough one for them. Well, it's pretty simple. You knock Brady off the spot. Dan said it best. If the pass rush shows up and gets after it, yeah, the Bears can beat him. But that's what it'll take. And the coaches, Ed, you're right too. They got to show courage and actually coaches get, got to show up. That's Glenn. what I'm saying. Coaches have to have courage to put their best players in positions to win, win or lose. Put them in the spots to win and give them a chance. How, and that's how, about how you some beat courage them. on Wednesday. Make them drive sleds around and 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 run that, some. That gassers. would be that would be pretty good shape. It's, it's time. It's October. His, his statement when they're down on the goal line and he didn't want to, he didn't want to take a. A safety, because then they'd lose the game. Because a holding call in the end zone is a safety, you lose the game. So basically, he just said, "Hey, I, I just didn't want to, I, I didn't want to lose, so I, I didn't want to win either. I, I'm just not going to be the reason we lost. Well, show courage. That's all. Is that show courage. Said, is that when he said you, some you got some you got to win, some you got to lose? Well, somebody wins, somebody loses, somebody. unless you tie. Mm. Moron. That's good. Solid <laughs> solid thinking. I mean, that is true, Mark. OB, we're going to get you a credential so you can go out and uh, talk to Nagy at, the, at his press conference tomorrow. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something about Nagy. Yeah. I, who, who cares whether you talk to him or not? I really don't care. He's getting paid a fortune to make this team get to the Super Bowl and win to the Super Bowl. That's what he's got to do instead of when he takes a horrible loss. He gets a little aggravated, a little that he's been asked some tough questions. Grow up, Nagy. Yeah. Coach this team like you're supposed to. Right. Show courage. That's all. Just be courageous. And if you are, people will embrace you, win or lose. They'll embrace you. This town loves courageous people. Gentlemen, they do. Yeah, there's no doubt. Gentlemen, we will see you next uh Sunday at noon. My voice will be back and uh, I know you guys If are- not, you'll still be courageous. But you'll show up. You'll still be you. You'll show up. It'll be you. I got to go get an MRI on the floor, too. (laughs) Yeah. Just in case there's a heavy pass rush, you should should maybe not, you know, necessarily go for it. Right. Well. Take yourself out if there's a heavy pass rush coming. Thank you for that piece of advice. All right. uh, the, uh, The show is over. We all have to sit with the 31-28 loss to the Dolphins. Tough to swallow because this was a game that they should have had. Yeah. That's all. But if they get That's New England, frustration. If the Bears go out and beat New England next week, this That's one will, huge. will be long forgotten, right? Yeah. No doubt about it. All right, thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, we will talk to you next week at 3 o'clock, 720 WGN.